Hello, hello, and good afternoon. Welcome to Her Sweet Spot, our lunch and learn for our sweet mates here inside of Her Sweet Spot. I'm so excited to have you guys join me today for this amazing conversation with Quentin Connors, who was an amazing MC for our pitch competition this year inside of the Herb Rides Conference. And we are so fortunate to have her back to talk about turning conversations into cash. You guys know how I'm always about the mindset, money, marketing, and media. So um, this conversation for me is super important for you guys to learn the tips and tricks that Miss Connors has to share today. I'm going to tell you a little bit about her. Quinn Connors broadcasts the brilliance of women in business. She shows them how to turn conversations into cash as they can profit from public speaking. Quinn believes your voice is your secret weapon in business and is a master at training entrepreneurs how to leverage public speaking as a marketing strategy, lead generation tool, and revenue stream in your business. If you're ready to maximize and monetize all speaking opportunities on behalf of your business, book, or brand, you're in the right place, folks. After this powerful presentation, Quinn will show you how to verbalize your value and articulate your awesomeness so you can leverage your mouth as your number one marketing strategy in business and be super successful. You guys know how that makes my mouth water to really have you guys amplify your voices in this way. She has over 16 years of virtual and in-person speaking, event hosting, and training experience. She is eager and excited to unleash the voices of women in business all across the globe so they are clear, concise, and compelling every time they open their mouth. Quinn has taught speech communications for five years at Coppin State University, earned a bachelor's degree from Westchester University and a master's uh, from Howard University in Washington, D.C. Quinn is the author of two books, made it uh, to the second round of Shark Tank auditions four times. You know the old saying, if at first you don't succeed, try and try again. She tried four times. And, you know, we are faithful that one day she will get on the main stage, right? She has been featured on the Entrepreneurs Elevate Pitch TV show, as well as Essence, Black Enterprise, Vision and Purpose, and Empowering Women to Speak Out magazine, right? She Get your pens and paper ready, because y'all know... My guests are always dropping these gems. I am so excited for you guys and welcome in Quinn. Hi, Quinn. Hi. Well, thank you so much for that kind introduction. Just want to make sure you can see me and see my screen. Is that good? Absolutely. We can see you. We don't see your screen yet because I just wanted to take a moment to welcome you to the broadcast and speak to everyone about possibly we have um, people watching right now on our in our private Facebook group and our channel. Please post your comments and questions if you're serious about public speaking and you, you guys know how I am always pushing that conversation. Quinn, we're excited to learn the things you have to teach us today. I'm going to turn it over to you now. You are now sharing your screen. 
Well, thank you so much again. I appreciate that. Any opportunity I have to let people know how they can boost their business with speaking, it is an opportunity that I definitely want to take advantage of. But I got some good news for you and I have some bad news for you. The bad news is you probably have been lied to in business. You have been told that all you need to tell people what you do is an elevator pitch. That's the bad news. The bad news is that's what you've probably been doing, right? The number one question that you're going to be asked in business is not how much money do you make? How many clients do you have? The number one question is what do you do? And sadly, many entrepreneurs, especially women in business, they answer that question wrong. But the good news is with the time that I have with you today, I'm going to teach you how you can turn conversations into cash. And that's exactly what it is. When you're telling people what you do, it should be a conversation. Not necessarily a pitch, but not just a conversation that's one-sided by a conversation that leads to cash. So if that kind of piques your interest a little bit, stay with me because during the time that I have with you, I'm going to show you how you can turn conversations into cash in 2021 and beyond. So like Marsha said, my name is Quinn and literally I'm going to show you how to turn conversations into cash. I personally believe that if you want to be super successful in business and earn ridiculous revenue, it all starts with the way that you speak up and speak out on behalf of your business, your book, or your brand. And sadly, many women in business are leaving money on the table. They're being overlooked. They're being underpaid, not because they don't have a great product or service. It's because they have not mastered the art of verbalizing their value or literally articulating their awesomeness. They're stuck with a boring and basic elevator pitch. And here's the worst part of it. They don't even know it, but that's going to change because I'm going to show you how to fix that during the time that we have today. So here is why you said yes. Here's why you said yes to her sweet spot. Here's why you said yes to tuning in, whether you're catching me live or even doing the replay is because the title turned you on. Let's be honest, turn conversations into cash. You like that. Many people don't like the idea of selling, but I can have a conversation that can lead to cash clients or contracts. That's exciting. So that's why you maybe said yes. Or maybe you want to have those conversations, like I mentioned, that leads to cash to clients and contracts. Contrary to what everybody believes, it's not just about selling somebody. You have to attract them. You have to get their attention. And many of us are turning people off when we should be turning people on. Or maybe you said yes because you have a great business, a product, a service, a coaching program, an online course, but you struggle explaining it to others. You are also in the right place, and I'm so glad that you said yes. Or maybe you're one of those people that you want to attract clients as soon as you open your mouth. And you know that when you tell people what you do, it doesn't even feel right. And let me, let's be clear. This is the foundation. Many of us literally will spend money on a website. We will hire a coach. We will even get branding, marketing, and do a whole photo shoot. And then somebody will ask us what we do, and we have a tough time answering the question. So you want to be able to attract clients as soon as you open your mouth, okay? Also, maybe why you said yes is because when you tell people what you do, it doesn't really capture your services correctly or accurately, and you know that. Or maybe you have an elevator pitch, but it can be better, and you don't know have the right words to kind of enhance it. Or last but not least, maybe you said yes because every time someone asks you what you do or what your business about or what you speak about, you changed your answer. So it's not consistent. And I always say that conversations lead to cash, but consistency also leads to cash. 
All right. So I'm just making sure I'm keeping this party going. So, you know, Marsha did a good job of explaining, I mean, a little bit about who I am and what I do. And I would love to tell you that I worked, I woke up like this, but at the end of the day, I really did work for this. And I had an awesome opportunity to speak for organizations like Nike, Visa, the National Association of Women Business Owners, um, the Black Speakers Network, Essence Magazine had a Young Women's Leadership Conference. So literally I have done a a lot of things. And I think it's important to say, because a lot of times see people see you at your breakthrough and they have no idea what you're been through has been. And I think it's important to also share a little bit about that been through. So people understand that I literally took 16 years to become an overnight success on where I say I stand right now. So listen, taking you through this journey with me, because I think it's important for you to know a little bit about Quinn, right? is that if you had asked me what I did about five or six years ago, I would have told you that I sold purses. I would have told you that I sold handbags on a Tuesday. I would have told you I had luggage on a Friday. I mean, every time you asked me, I would have said I sold purses. But like you and everybody else, and especially women, I needed money to grow and expand my business. And I knew at the time, I didn't feel comfortable asking for a loan or a line of credit. So I remembered in, in college when I went to Howard, they had these things called business pitch competitions. And if you're not familiar with business pitch competitions, it's when you give your best 30 second, 60 second or 90 second elevator pitch and whichever entrepreneur has the best pitch, you guessed it, they get the cash prize. So I said, I'm going to try that. And I did a Google search and lo and behold, they had um, business pitch competitions for adults and for entrepreneurs and for women and for people in tech. So guess what I did? I started to have conversations, 60 second conversations, 30 second conversations, 90 second conversations that led to cash. But I realized very quickly that if I wanted to enter and win these competitions, I could not go up there like a bag lady. I couldn't tell people that I just sold purses. I knew that I would be overlooked. I knew that I would be dismissed. I knew that people would not take me seriously because who doesn't sell purses? So I had to get creative on how I pitch my purses. I had to get creative on how I explain them and articulate them. So I began to come up with a pitch that I could use. And guess what, y'all? It worked. I won $10,000 here. I won $3,000 here, $5,000 there. I mean, total up now altogether, I won about $88,000 pitching my business in various competitions. But there was one particular competition that really changed the way that I did business. Matter of fact, it made me pivot before it became sexy. This was before a pandemic. And I remember I was chosen to pitch in this business pitch competition that was hosted by Black Enterprise Magazine. Now, if you guys ever heard of Black Enterprise, just put B-E in the comments. If you ever heard it, put B-E in the comments. So I flew out to Chicago. I gave um, the competition went a little like this. You had to give your best 60 second pitch. And then five of us were eliminated. And then five of us were still standing. And then we had 30 seconds to pitch again. So total, we had 90 seconds to pitch our business for $10,000. And let me tell y'all something. I had a plan for that money. I knew I was going to win. I prayed on it. I touched and agree on it. I was like, this is my money. So I gave my best 60 second pitch. Thank goodness. I made it past the first round. And I was one of the five entrepreneurs still remaining. I give my best 30 second pitch and the winner of the Black Enterprise Business Pitch Competition was not Quinn Conyers. I was devastated. I was mad. I was, I want to cuss on a Sunday mad that I did not win that money. And I was frustrated. 
and devastated because I really had a plan on what I was going to do to enhance my business. But there was something interesting that happened. I noticed that as I was trying to walk down the stage, there was a line of people who wanted to talk to me and I couldn't figure out why because I just lost. But there was one woman who got my attention. She kept looking at me and taking notes and looking at me and taking notes. And finally, we were face to face. And she said, Quinn, I'm a writer for Black Enterprise Magazine. And I love the way you pitched your business and the way you spoke about your purses. And I would love to feature you on one of our upcoming magazines. And I said, ma'am, I don't know if you're at the same competition that I was at, but I lost. You might want to go there and talk to the winner. And she said, I'm very aware of who won this competition, but I like the way you pitched. And something clicked for me. I realized that I made changes. I elevated my elevator pitch. I polished it. I perfected it. But I knew because of all the people that I networked with and all people that I would meet along the way, they had great businesses. But let's be clear, their elevator pitch sucked. Their elevator pitch was boring. Their elevator pitch was basic and they were being overlooked. And in that moment, I lost that competition, but I won the opportunity to actually super serve other women in business on how they can now be the spokesperson for their brand and use pitching and use public speaking as lead generation, as a funding source and as a marketing strategy. Because guess what? Many of the women who I know who are running their business, they're also asked and required to speak, whether it's through workshops, seminars, keynotes, or even podcasts. They're required to use their voice, but they don't know how to use their voice to attract more business. And that's when I begin to stop pitching as much and work with other entrepreneurs and showing them how to pitch their business for profit. And it was literally life-changing and got me so fulfilled. So let me ask you a question. Again, I mentioned to you earlier that if you had asked me a couple of years ago what I did, I would have told you that I sold purses or handbags or clutches. And I'm just curious, just think about it. What do you do? Like, what do you do? If somebody would ask you that question, how would you currently answer that question? So just because I like to be a little bit interactive, I'm just curious, what do you think she does? Now, I know some of you are watching this live and some of you might be, you know, catching the replay. But based on this picture, what do you think this woman does? Go ahead and type it in the chat box. I want to see what you think. OK, go ahead and type it in the chat box. What do you think this woman does? OK, now it's not a trick question. This is a real occupation. This is something that she does. Right. Okay? So I'm going to let the cat out the bag, all right? She is what we call a professional cuddler. Now, before you judge her life, yes, it is a real thing. And they get paid anywhere from $80 to $100 an hour. Don't get mad that you didn't think about it first, but it really is a business. And let's be honest, we all have heard don't judge a book by its cover, but we do. If you met her at a networking event, if you met her at a Her Sweet Spot experience and you asked this woman what she did and she told you that she was a professional cuddler, Let's be honest, you might give sister side eye. Like, I mean, what do you mean you're a professional cuddler? And the reason why this is so important is because we are literally losing business because we don't understand that the way that we're having conversations with people can literally lead to cash, clients, customers, contracts, or it cannot all together. So what if she is probably currently telling people she's a professional cuddler and people are judging her. And even though we've heard don't judge a book by its cover, we do judge a book by its cover. But if she were my client, if she had worked with me, I would have told her to say, I provide hands-on touch therapy for individuals who desire to heal who have lost a loved one or is battling depression. 
Do you see the difference between unprofessional cuddler versus I provide hands-on touch therapy? So when you're having conversations with people, it matters what you say. This is the foundation of being super successful. And many of us spend money, we invest on things that are needed, and we overlook the things that are necessary. You need to be able to open up your mouth and tell people what you do in a way that attracts them and not repels them. And many people are about to quit their businesses. They're about to go back and get a nine to five which is not a problem, or they're about to cuss out their current clients because they feel like they just don't get it. And I always like to challenge the women that I work with to say, but how are you explaining it? How are you articulating it? The way you explain it and articulate it can be the reason why people are working with you or choosing to pay your competitors. So again, think about that. So here are the four massive mistakes that I see that women in business make when they tell people what it is that they do. If you are a pen and pad note taker, here's where you want to grab that pen and grab that um, piece of paper or take notes on your phone because I don't want you to miss any of this. The fourth reason why or massive mistake that women make in business is they are a similar Samantha. You tell them or ask them what they do, and it sounds like everybody else. They might as well be a twin, a triplet, a quadruplet. So if you're a business coach, there are a million other business coach. Huge, massive mistake. They can't tell your business from everybody else because it sounds similar. This is what I call a similar Samantha. And if you are a similar Samantha, no one knows what makes you special, different, or unique. So they overlook you, they bypass you, and more importantly, they don't buy into your products or services. So you do not want to be a similar Samantha if you want to have conversations that lead to cash. Now, listen, what you do is similar, but not the same. And this is where people caught up. I don't know about you, but really back in the 90s and early 2000s, there was three very popular talk shows. You had the Oprah Winfrey show, you had Mari, and you had Jerry Springer. All of these are talk shows. They're similar, but not the same. You know, if you watch Oprah, you're getting some inspiration, some good motivation. You're going to get some information that you can use to expand your life. If you watch Mari, you already know what's coming. You're getting a paternity test. You are not the father, or maybe you are. And Jerry Springer, you are getting a good fight. These are all talk shows. However, they're not the same. So you want to be able to explain and articulate what you do that's different. Someone who's explaining the Oprah talk show is going to explain it very differently than how they would explain Jerry Springer. And the problem that we're having is we're sounding the same and not understanding that if you want to stick out, your elevator pitch has to be enhanced and it has to be elevated in a way that even if other people do what you do, they know why you're different and why you are unique. So the third massive mistake that I see that people make when it comes to wanting to turn conversations into cash is they're a title Tina. You ask them what they do. I'm a business owner. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm an author. I do taxes. I'm an accountant. So instead of giving you the value that they provide, they give you their title. And guess what? People don't invest in titles. So people get so caught up in the title of what they do, not the transformation that they provide. So you don't want to be a title Tina. And that is a huge, massive mistake that I see women in business making that when people ask them what they do, they give them their title. And people are not investing in titles. People are investing in transformation. And you want to make sure you can articulate how somebody's life, career, business will be different after they decide to work with you. 
Here is an example of a title team. And this was a client of mine. His name was Darren. Darren, if you would ask him what he did, he would say, I'm a motivational speaker. It's a title. Who isn't a motivational speaker? After working with me, he now says, I speak life into college students. I show them how to enjoy their college experience without the usage of drugs and alcohol. Do you see the difference between his elevator pitch and now how we enhanced that and elevated that? Your elevator pitch, in my opinion, should be retired. You want something that is going to have people lean in. You want to take people from interested to invested in working with you. And you can't do that with a title Tina. You can't do that as a similar Samantha. You can't do that with something that's boring and basic. And if you're liking what I'm saying to you right now, make sure you take notes, connect with me on either LinkedIn or Facebook. And I'm going to show you if you're interested, how you and I can have a conversation about turning your elevator pitch into a verbal business card. So if that is of interest to you, just stay with me. Or just send me a message right now and on Facebook or LinkedIn that says VBC, and I'll send you my link so we can schedule some time to see if it will be a good fit for us to connect and potentially work together. Okay? So don't be a title Tina. The second massive mistake that I see that women in business make when it comes to telling people what they do is they are a switch up Stacy. Now, Marsha, you know what a switch up Stacy is. On Monday, she'll tell you that she's a business owner. On Wednesday, she tells you she drives Uber. On Friday, she fries fish. And on Saturday, she's an accountant. And on Sunday, she does hair. You're, you're so confused on what she does because every time she tells you what she does, she switches it up. And most people who are confused about what they offer to the world, their confusion is going to come out and spill out on their customers and clients. And you want to have a clear, concise, and consistent way of telling people what it is that you do. And now more than ever, I see so many coaches focusing on trying to get you more sales, but I'm not going to buy from you if you don't get my attention. So you don't want to be a switch up Stacy. Every single time you tell people what you do, it needs to be strategic, it needs to be consistent, and it needs to be consistent. Concise. And way too many of us are switching it up because we haven't figured out how to verbalize our value. We haven't figured out literally how to have conversations that lead to cash. The number one way that I see or mistake that I see that people are making when it comes to literally telling people what they do. And in my opinion, this is the foundation. People are not coming up to you and saying, how much money do you make? They're not coming to you and say, how many clients do you have? They're asking you, what do you do? So if you want to be super successful in business, if you want to earn ridiculous revenue, this is the question that you must master before you enter 2022. Like this is how I attract people to want to work with me. They're not going to go to your website. They're not going to follow you on Clubhouse or Instagram unless they are curious in what you do. So you have to master this. And a massive mistake that I see is many women are who I call on and on Olivia. You ask her what she does. She's going to tell you about the business that she started in 1982, but that didn't work out so well. And her and her husband started that business together, but then they got a divorce. But then she started another business in, 1993, and that went okay for a little bit. But then she decided that she didn't want to do that business anymore more. She's giving you a full-fledged dissertation on all you want is the summary. She didn't realize that your eyes crossed. She didn't realize you fell asleep twice during when she was telling you what she did because she went on and on and on. And instead of turning you on to work with you, she ended up turning you off because she has not mastered the art of clearly and concisely telling people what it is that she does. And these are the four massive mistakes that I see 
women making over and over again that is truly hurting their business. And here's the thing, they have no idea. So they're doing these massive mistakes and wondering why no one is working with them or wondering why they are having a trickle amount of clients when they can have the floodgates open, right? And if that's what you want, you got to be able to verbalize your value. So I'm curious, type in the chat box, who are you? Would you describe yourself as a similar Samantha? Do you think that you're a title Tina? Are you a switch up Stacy? Are you an on and on Olivia? I would love to know who you think that you are. Okay. No judgment. I'm just curious because a lot of people don't even know until I point it out to them. So who do you think you are? Similar Samantha on and on Olivia, go ahead and put that in the chat box. So here's the number one reason you're not turning conversations into cash. The number one reason you're not turning conversations into cash is because you haven't verbalized your value, okay? You have not mastered the art of telling people what you do in a way that takes them from interested to invested in working with you after one conversation. You're trying to sell them as soon as you meet them and you want to serve them first. You want to tell them why you're special, why you're unique, why you're valuable. And most people don't know how to verbalize that. And that's the reason why you're not having conversations that lead to cash. I want to give you another example. This was a client of mine before working with me. She kept saying, I help people who feel empty inside find fulfillment with God so they can live life like they're on vacation. Okay, not bad, but there's a couple of words that I would change. This was actually a real life client of mine, which also happens to be Pastor Karen in Baltimore, Maryland. But after working with me, she now says individuals who want more out of life take my course when they're ready to shift from a procrastination to purpose filled life. After just eight weeks, you would discover and dive into your purpose. So you create an obituary worth reading. I mean, is this good? Is that great? Is that grand? The reason why I'm pointing this out because most elevator pitches are anywhere between 30 and 60 seconds. But you want to make sure you capture and keep the attention of your potential client. I don't know about you, but I want to create an obituary worth reading. I don't know about you, but I want more out of my life. Do you see how if Pastor Karen would say this to people, that conversation could lead to somebody becoming her client? I know that you do. So you want to make sure that you're not just giving people your elevator pitch, but you are intentional about having a verbal business card. And that is what I shine at. There's a lot of things that I don't do right. But what I do exceptionally well is I can hear what you do. I can verbalize what you do in such a way that people are attracted and they want to do business with you. And that is one of the things I'm good at. So I take that elevator pitch and I put that thing on steroids. I elevate it. I enhance it. So every single time you tell people what it is that you do, they are drawn to you. They want to work with you. I want them to throw the credit card at you or ask you where they can pay the invoice. That is what you want to do when you're in business. So how do I verbalize my value or what exactly is this verbal business card? It is a clear, concise, and compelling way to articulate or explain what you do that takes clients from interested to invest in working with you after just one conversation. It is lead generation. It is a marketing strategy. This is message makeover at its finest. And many of us are beginning into coaching. We're buying online courses. And what you really need to do is understand and verbalize your value. You got to know what you do and say it with confidence so you can attract people. And if you don't get that, it doesn't matter how many coaches you get if you can't verbalize what you do. You can have a pretty website, but nobody would ever go to the website because you never got their attention. So you want to make sure 
that you verbalize your value by having a verbal business card. So here are two reasons why every entrepreneur, especially a woman in business, especially a black woman, an Asian woman, a Latina woman needs this particular verbal business card is the first reason is you have got to be different. You want to show up, speak up and stand out. I want you to show up and I want you to be red, blue, beige, polka dot and stick out in your crowd. And many of us are showing up to entrepreneurship events, networking events. We're showing up in our industry as black, white, and beige, and we're blending right in. So the first reason you needed a, a verbal business card is you need to be different. There are people who do what you do, but they don't do it the way that you do it. So you gotta be different when you show up in the industry and you do it by making sure that you can articulate and verbalize what it is that you do that get people's interest and attention. The second reason why you need a verbal business card and not an elevator pitch is literally because you need to focus on being a disruptor. Write this down. Disruption leads to dollars, okay? If you are talking about it the same, marketing it the same, promoting it the same, guess what? You are gonna make the same amount of money as everybody else. But when you come in and you are a disruptor in your industry, you talk about it different, you market it different, you position it different, guess what? That disruption is gonna to lead to more dollars in your bank account. I'm gonna give you a quick example. We all heard of taxicabs and we've all heard of Ubers. Both of those services provide you transportation from point A to point B. But let's be real. If you ever called a cab and you were not in New York City, guess what? You didn't know what time the cab was going to come. You didn't know who was driving the cab. You didn't know if it's going to be 10 minutes or 45 minutes. But guess what? Uber, you can see who's driving the car, about how many minutes they are away, and more importantly, who's the driver. Both of them are transportation services. Both of them can get you from point A to point B. But Uber came into the industry and disrupted by showing you who your driver was, and how long they were away from you, and what kind of car they were driving and disrupted and turned the industry on its head. So much so that people in New York City who were driving cabs became frustrated. So those are the two reasons why every entrepreneur needs a verbal business card. If this is making sense so far, just go ahead and put make sense in the comments. I just want to see if this is making sense so far. Perfect. I know that some of you are watching now and some of you are watching a replay. I want to give you another example because a lot of people, they tell you, but they don't show you what I mean. So I always have to get people to show you what I mean when I talk about enhancing, elevating, amplifying, illuminating what it is that you do. And again, if you're interested, you're saying, oh my gosh, Quinn, this is amazing. I really need to upgrade my elevator pitch. I would love the opportunity to work with you. Just shoot me a message on Facebook or shoot me a message on LinkedIn and write the words BBC. And then I will send you my link and we could talk about what that would look like. So Jamila, if working with before working with me, she kept saying that she was a virtual assistant. That was her thing. And guess what? Her conversations were not leading to cash. Her conversations was leading to frustration because people felt like they knew what a virtual assistant did. So after working with me, she now says, I create systems and structure for entrepreneurs with a big vision by focusing on the details of their business so they can operate in their calling worry free.
Do you see the difference? If you see it, say, I see it in the comments. Do you see the difference between I'm a virtual assistant versus I create systems and structure for entrepreneurs with a big vision? Completely different way that she verbalized her value. And guess what? She's been using this. And I think it was September, October of last year that she got so many clients that she could not take clients for the rest of the year, simply by how she marketed and promoted her services. So this is why I'm such a cheerleader and champion for the verbal business card, because this can literally revolutionize your business. This can be your marketing strategy, your lead generation. When you know what you do and you can articulate what you do with confidence, creativity, and consistency, that's when the floodgates open. So you, every conversation that you have can ultimately lead to a cash, a contract, or even a referral. But at the end of the day, you got to describe it different. You got to explain it different. You can't show up like everybody else expecting to earn ridiculous revenue, but you sound look and feel the same. It doesn't work like that. So I'm going to give you four different reasons why the verbal business card is so powerful. Number four, it's super intentional. We are not just telling people what you do because what you do. We are telling people what you do because I want it to lead to a discovery call. I want to lead to how can we work together? It is very intentional, literally about you doing what you do and saying what you do in such a way that people ask, well, how can I work with you? How does that work? Tell me more. Those are all the things that you want to know. It's very intentional. And if you're getting, oh, that's nice. or Okay, good for you. You just kindly got dismissed. You need a verbal business card. And it's so powerful because my goal is to make sure that it's intentional about attracting customers and clients to your business. The third reason why it's so powerful is I tap into psychographics. Many of us are so focused on demographics. How much money does my client make? You know, we tap into this avatar, go out and find this person. And I really feel like you need to look within, right? I feel like you are probably your client redefined. Your product, your service is probably something that you needed at one point in your life that now you're offering. So this could be what you needed 10 years ago, 10 minutes ago, right? And we want to tap into the psychological part of your client. So I don't work with women who are deathly afraid of public speaking. I work with women who know they have a great business, but they have a tough time explaining it. I didn't mention how much money they make. I didn't mention what kind of car they drive. I didn't mention if they're between the ages of 25 and 55. I focused on what they were thinking psychologically. And that's how I position and package my verbal business cards for my clients. The second reason why the verbal business card is so powerful is because it's results driven. You want to let people know up front, what do they get in exchange for their yes? So if you work with me, you and you will come in with your elevator pitch, but you will leave with your verbal business card. That is the result. Many of you want people to swipe their credit card. You want them to cash up you. You want them to pay that invoice, but you're not letting them know the results of what you offer. So you want to give that to them up front. Many people want to give you the results after you work with me. No, 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 no. You got to give the results up front. So the verbal business card is powerful because it's results driven. And the number one reason why the verbal business card is so powerful, so amazing, and such a client magnet for the people that I have the opportunity to serve is because of luxury language. And I'm going to bring that out and what that means right now. 
So you want to make sure that you can show your business some love and turn some conversations into cash. How do you do that? With luxury language. These are words and language that amplify, illuminate, and highlight what it is that you do. And many of us are getting overlooked. Many of us are leaving money on the table. Many of us are having frustrated conversations instead of fruitful conversations, literally because of the simple fact that the language that we use to describe what we do is not beneficial. So I'm going to show you something really quick and I'm going to come back to that. Many of us are disrespecting and downgrading our business because we're not using luxury language. We're using what I call discount dialect, words, language, and phrases that literally are putting our greatness literally on a clearance rack, right? So one of the number one words I see that women are using over and over again that is really hurting them in business is the word help. Now, before you guys kind of like throw me away, cancel me or be like, no, no, no. What do you mean, Quinn? I do help people. Hear me out. I believe that the word help should be removed from the dictionary of women in business. The reason why is because I believe that it's discount dialect. It is word that's actually disrespecting what it is that you do. Some of you have 10, 20, 30 years of experience. You got one, two, you got a bachelor's, a master's, thinking about PhD. You got professional development. You got certificates in what it is that you do. You've been at that job for 20 years. You've been in business for 17 years. You got blood, sweat, tears, scars, and wound marks. So when you you show up and you're talking about, oh, I can help you. You're actually disrespecting what you do. You're not helping them. You can assist them. You can coach them, train them, amplify, elevate, enhance, illuminate, but you're not helping anyone in business. And the more you begin to use help, the more people want your help. They want to pick your brain for free. They want to get on that discovery call and ask you some more questions because you have been marketing and promoting yourself as the help and getting frustrated when people want your help. What you do is so amazing. What you do is so awesome. I want you to get rid of ban, retire, eliminate, discount dialect from your vocabulary and replace it with luxury language, words and language that really kind of capture what you do. You don't help, you assist. You don't help, you develop. You don't help, you disrupt. You don't help, you offer. You don't help, you facilitate. And when you begin to use more luxury language words, guess what? You attract the client and customer who will happily invest in your products or services. But more importantly, you you now will have conversations that will really lead to cash because now you're intentional literally about the language that you use to market and promote your business. And this is a huge thing that I see that we're using. So you can assist, you can coach, you can develop, you can delegate, you can empower, you can create, you can advance, but you do not help anyone in business. And I'm going to talk to black women for a second. We have been the help for way too long. We have been the help for so long that they made a movie out of us. I am here to tell you that what you do as an entrepreneur, what you do as a coach, what you do as a course creator, what you do as a speaker, as an author, you are not helping. You are not the help. You are the hero. You literally have the skill set, the mindset, the experience, the expertise to unlock somebody's potential in business. That's not helping. That is serving. You literally have the opportunity and the knowledge to reshape somebody's career. You are literally the solution to somebody's problem. You're the answer to somebody's prayer. So you have to market, promote, and position yourself using luxury language, using wealthy words like some of these on the screen, and not using weak words like help that actually waters down your greatness. So you are the help, not really.
you are the hero. So if you get anything out of what I said today, if you want to have conversations that lead to cash, conversations that lead to contracts, conversations that lead to more clients and customers, you have got to be committed to using luxury language and not discount dialect. Does that make sense? If this makes sense, I want you to go ahead and type hero in the comments because I want you to know what you do is amazing. You going out here telling everybody that you're to help and you're not. Literally, many of you have a opportunity to run a Louis Vuitton type of brand, but you're marketing it and promoting it as if it's payless. And some of you, that is okay. Your brand, your services, your products are affordable. But some of you know that you have an experience that you want people to invest and pay for. And people are not because of the language that you're using. Stop helping, start serving. Stop helping, start empowering. Stop helping, and start producing, assisting, creating. Use luxury language. And I guarantee you will have more conversations that lead to cash. And again, when I work with people to create their verbal business card, I remove all of the discount dialect from the verbal business card because help is not the only word. That's just one word. I don't have a lot of time with y'all, but that's just the one word, the number one word. There's other discount dialect words that we're using and we don't even know that we're discounting our greatness. So if you want to have conversations that lead to cash, you must be intentional about using luxury language in your verbal business card. And again, if you're like, oh my gosh, Quinn, guilty as charge. I'm raising my hand. I have been using the help for way too long and I am not the help. I got you. Send me a message on Facebook. Send me a message on LinkedIn or even Instagram and just put BBC and I'll follow up with you and I can give you some information on how we can have a conversation to see if I will be a good fit to work with you to change your elevator pitch into a verbal business card. Okay. So you got to understand what you offer and what you offer is so amazing. And you want to be able to articulate what it is that you offer. And that's why the verbal business card is amazing. I want you to meet Dame. Dame is a photographer and he worked with me. He kept saying that he had his elevator pitch. I'm a photographer. Ask me on a Monday. I'm a photographer. On a Tuesday, I'm a photographer. After working with me, he now says, I capture the legacy of families. So they have memorable photos that last a lifetime. Ma'am. Sir, okay, there's all women here. Ma'am, right? Do you see the difference between I'm a photographer versus I capture the legacy of families so they have memorable photos that last a lifetime? I mean, do you see what offer he offers? Other people are offering pictures, right? He's offering memorable photos that last a lifetime. What do you offer? This is the importance of the elevator pitch redefined. You just can't offer pictures. You have to offer memorable photos. I just want to make sure that your wheels are turning. I need you to understand how valuable and important your language is when marketing, promoting, and positioning your business for profit. Many of you are frustrated. Many of you are about to give up. Many of you are questioning if you're going to take your business concept or idea in a 20. 22. And it's not because your business is flawed. No, 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 no. It's amazing. But the way you're describing it needs to be elevated and enhanced. And if you are willing, I would love the opportunity to do that for you. You got to be able to verbalize your value. We all know who this is. I don't know about you, but I'm an 80s baby. And I love watching certain TV shows. One of my favorite shows was Family Matters. Now, if you ever watch Family Matters, go ahead and put Family Matters in the comments. Hopefully I'm not alone, right? But let's just be real. If you knew who Steve Urkel was, you knew that he was this nerdy next door kid who was in love with Laura Winslow. His glasses were big and bulky. His voice was annoying. But guess what? When he 
polish himself up. When he got elevated, he became Stefan Urkel. And guess what? The way that you would describe Steve Urkel and the way that you would describe Stefan Urkel are totally two different people, right? However, it really is the same person. But what happened was Stefan Urkel learned how to verbalize his value. He changed a couple things up. He's still the same genius. He's still the same person. However, he learned how to verbalize his value, changed up a couple things, gave his message a makeover, and there you have Stefan Urkel, which now became more attractive to Laura. So I want you to understand the importance of knowing how to verbalize your value. You are good. Matter of fact, many of you are great. And many of you are settling with a good or great elevator pitch. But I'm here to tell you that you can go from good to great to grand. Many of you don't even know that grand is available. You don't know grand is an option. And I'm here to tell you that there is. Most people have good or great elevator pitches, but I don't want that to be you. I want you to have the best rest of this year or enter 2022 as a disruptor. And you can do that with a verbal business card, not an elevator pitch. Also, you want to make sure that you show your business some love by making sure your elevator pitch is enhanced and elevated. Look, this is all us. Well, we all know how we feel when we get our hair done. We all know how we feel when we put some makeup on. It's the same thing with your elevator pitch. You just got to doctor it up a little bit, enhance it, elevate it. It's still you, but it's you amazing. It's you awesome. It's you on steroids. It's the you that always was there, but you didn't know how to pull out the right words to enhance and elevate it. That's where I come into play. That's where my super power is. That's exactly what you need to do if you want to be super successful. Yes, websites are amazing. Yes, we all need a business coach at one point. But if you don't know how to say what you do, when you say it and it doesn't come out right, it doesn't feel right, it's time for you to elevate and enhance your elevator pitch. And I can do that. We can do that together. You can do that through the form of a verbal business card. So I want to show you another client of mine. She kept saying that I help clients gain clarity and confidence to take control of their financial lives. After working with me, she says women who want to find personal women who find personal finances overwhelming and investing intimidating partner with me. I show them how to plan and protect their money so they make rational decisions that increase their revenue. Do you see how I enhanced her? She's not just a financial coach. She is a person who works with women who are overwhelmed by their personal finances. She protects and plans their money so they can make rational decisions. We all know that if our money ain't right, we make irrational decisions. You see how I elevated and enhance what it, she does. Now Margarita is getting way more customers and clients because she's not blending is as another you know, financial coach or financial consultant. Now, I know that you guys' wheels are turning. I know this. And that's why I'm going to leave some questions, some room for questions. So if you have some questions, get those ready. You can either type them in a the chat box or, you know, Marsh and I will have a conversation. But I really want you to understand that your secret sauce, the foundation for your business success is all about client attraction. You got to get their attention. You got to let them know what you do. And guess what? You're having conversations with people, not just when you talk, when people go to your LinkedIn page, when people go to listen to you on Clubhouse, they're going to click your bio and read about what you do. When they follow you on Instagram, they're going to read about what you do. When they go to your website, they're reading about what you do. So you're having conversations with clients with or without your permission. So you want to make sure that when they read about you, hear about you, see you, that the conversation is still leading to cash, even if you're not even saying a word. And that's the part where we miss. So you want to make sure that what you do is literally enhanced and elevated. 
So let's recap. You can show your business some love by literally turning conversations into cash, using luxury language, knowing what you offer, verbalizing your value, and executing your elevator pitch in a way that's enhanced and elevated. You want to make sure that you have those things um, all together. Here's what you need to understand. If you as a woman in business are not giving your client an orgasm, you are leaving money on the table. Now, what exactly is an orgasm? Now, we all grown here. I think that most of the people who were in Marsha's tribe and the her sweet, her sweet um, tribe, you all know if you see a guy or girl that kind of turns you on, you might put your shoulders back a little bit. You might be like, okay, I see you. Your voice changes a little bit, right? You are seeing something that you like right? It's the same exact thing. When you tell people what you do and they're like, okay, girl, yes, tell me more. I need that. How much does that cost? That is what I call an orgasm. It is when people have a vocal reaction to what you just said. So when I say to people, I broadcast the brilliance of women in business, I show you how to turn conversations into cash so you can creatively and confidently attract people to your business, your book, or your brand as soon as you open your mouth. People be like, oh, girl. I need that. That is what I call an orgasm. And that's what you want. If people are saying, okay, that's cool. All right, good for you. You just lost out on a customer or a client. So if you are not giving your customer or client an orgasm, you, my friend, are leaving money on the table. So here's where I want to stop for a second. I want to get any aha moments for anybody who is live and just ask you, you know, what did I say or do something that really got your attention? I would love to hear from you. So I'm going to stop my screen sharing because I always love to leave at least five or 10 minutes for questions because I know that I gave you a lot of information. And I also want to say this, if you loved what I mentioned today, if you loved what I talked about today, what I would love to do is go to Facebook or go to Instagram or even go to literally you can go to um, my LinkedIn and shoot me a message, say BBC, and we can have a conversation about how you and I can potentially work together. I'll show you what it will take to take your elevator pitch into a verbal business card and what the investment will look like should you try, should, should you decide to work with me after our conversation. So with that being said, Marsha, I would love to bring you back on, get any aha moments. I don't know what's happening in the chat box. Talk to me. I'm so used to seeing stuff. So I'm just making it work. So any aha moments or any type of questions or comments that I could answer, I would love that. Oh, we got a whole bunch of uh, chat comments. Go ahead, Marsha. <laughs> You're muted. I sure am. Here we go. We did. We had Dr. Shelley on on Facebook and she, she says hello. Um, she gave you a thumbs up uh, throughout the broadcast and she typed in the B.E., when you were asking if we, um, for, for the BE and, uh, Smalley says that she has people interested in her class, but they just don't sign up. And, um, she, she was stating that what we read her intro. And so this is what it says. Soul fire movement and alternative fitness studio using dance, sweat, and meditation to help navigate daily life emotions and she's watching us through um youtube right now and through the her sweet spot platform so she she is really interested she said you are lighting my fire hold on she said something earlier she said you are speaking to me her word is illuminate oh that was her word um she says so good you are uh, sparking a 
feeling in her and she was like, mm, ladies, I want you watching to share any thoughts or, or comments um, in the chats. We have someone watching on Facebook. I'll say this too, for, for, for Smalley, what she had is more like a vision or mission statement. She didn't have a verbal business card. And this is this is her second, her second um when they ask for more, she tends to tell people. She also used the seven main chakras as a navigational guide to tap into the disease and learn how to move it out of the way. So it is, so with her, it's compelling, but it's not clear and concise enough for me. I don't know why, what, what that means. And I don't know the benefit of it. So what she would need to do, and definitely Smalley, if you're interested, connect with me. She needs a verbal business card because it's, it's talking about what it is she does, but I don't know the benefit of this, mm -hmm. right? And also too, the language is very similar, Samantha, move it out of your own way. I hear that all the time or get out of your own way. Or you hear people say and talk about passion and purpose. If it's used all the time, people will overlook us. So it's like, she's in the right direction, but there's still a couple of elements missed. Like I said, results and value. I have a whole system that I use when I create these verbal business cards. People say, girl, I need that. Where can I sign up? Oh no, that's not, not that's nice or good for you. And that's probably what she's getting because there's, there's certain pieces that are not all the way there, but she's on a good start. And that's what I'm saying. People kind of, they're in good or great in the understanding that grand is available and that your elevator pitch literally should be lead generation. It should take people to say, girl, tell me more. Not, I'm not, what, no, so tell me about that again. Like, and they yeah. don't understand that. So yes, I see where she's going. And, and thank you. I see somebody says, congratulations on making it to Shark Tank. I appreciate that. Yes, Dr. Shelley wrote that, um, uh, on Facebook watching earlier and um, Smalley says she is the hero when you did ask for that. We don't have any more um, questions or comments in, in the chat right now, but we do have, um, this is great. Thank you for your feedback, um, for this feedback and, and um, Smalley is appreciative of that. And so, yeah, we, we are thankful for this time you've given us today and all the gems you've dropped and all the stages of what not to do and what people should be doing as they pitch, you know, inside her sweet spot. The main component of what we do in training is really talking about honing in on that pitch. And it's something we practice every um, first Fridays at our first Friday monthly mixers, where we are really practicing those conversations and the pitches and really um, talking, um, hopefully one day to our ideal and direct customers. So thank you so much, Quinn. I want everyone to reach out to Quinn. Please share again how they can reach out to you if they want to learn more about working with you and just become a part of your tribe and a part of your ecosystem. Absolutely. And thank you so much for, you know, allowing me to speak to, you know, your tribe as well. I always appreciate it. I, I'm, a, I'm a definitely an official Marshall fan, Marsha fan. So I appreciate that. But yeah, I'm Quinn Conyers on all social media platforms. But if you're like, if something I said kind of tugged at you or, you know, like what you say isn't quite right, or there's elements and people are not moving to action, then definitely connect with me. Send me a message on Facebook or LinkedIn or even Instagram with the three letters VBC. And then I'll send you some information on how we can have a consultation to see if you and I will be a good fit to work together. And here's what I know for sure. 
as you're entering 2022 and you're finishing up 2021, I'm telling you, this is the foundation for success. I know people have spent 10, 15, $20,000 with coaches and they walk out of there and they still don't know how to tell people what it is that they do. So they have a beautiful website. Their branding and marketing is on point, but they still can't answer the question, what do you do? So in my opinion, this is the foundation for your business because nobody cares what you do unless they know what you do. And you got to be able to verbalize your value and articulate your awesomeness because that is the question that you're going to get asked over and over and over again. So you want to master that. So again, I'm Quinn Congress on all social media platforms. If you're interested to know how you and I can connect after today's lunch and learn, again, send me a message, BBC on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram, and then we can have a conversation about how I can assist and serve you. Thank you so much again for your time today, guys. And um, you, you guys reach out to Quinn on all social media platforms. I am Marsha Garrier, founder of Her Sweet Spot. I'm so excited and thankful for you all for tuning in. If you are um, on the replay, please add comments. Head on over to Her Sweet Spot community. Go into the activity feed and write your questions and comments there. You know the Her Sweet Spot and your sweet mates are always here to support you. Um, practice on us what your pitches are like, the way um, Smalley did today. You know how I like to end each broadcast. Uh, when we empower each other, we all rise. If you are currently not a sweet masters, please go ahead and take a look at what we have to offer inside of her sweet spot as a sweet master um, for our weekly coaching calls and access more access to our sweet spot mentors. Again, I'm Marsha Guerriere. Bye bye for now.